My name is Mel Stewart, and this is Swim Swam Podcast. Joining us today in the CEO Swim Series, the Leadership Series, we have two co-founders of a company that I'm really fond of. It's it's really this podcast today is 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 for you out there. I think everybody who's been in swimming, you feel like I've I've committed my life to this sport and I have a PhD in it, and I want to be entrepreneurial. Well, I got news for you, it ain't easy. We come into contact with companies all the time and we learn who has the grit and who can make it. And the, the weak shake out very quickly. This company, these co-founders, they have not. Today, I'm talking to co-founders, Mike Peterson and Carl Hamoush. Hamoush? Is it Hamoush? Give it to me, buddy. Yeah, you got it. Perfect. Better than me, actually. the thing i want to talk to you guys today about your company and I, and i and i did frame it in terms of everyone wants to be entrepreneurial in the sport they think about it there you we commit so much of our time to to this sport and um you know it's it's america it's capitalism the american dream but not everybody can do it you guys have done it successfully tell me a little bit about each of you tell me a little bit about your background and how you came to this moment where you're like, Hey buddy, let's launch our company swim smart. Well, uh, you know, like you said, it kind of starts with, we grew up in swimming. We grew up in the swimming community. We're surrounded by it and, uh, we love to be a part of it and stay a part of it. And then, you know, we wanted to give back. So me and Mike, uh, we coached together, um, for a number of years. And I think, Mike especially is like the creative guy who is always coming up with new inventions to help. We were trying to help our swimmers. And um, I saw a couple of them and I was like, hey, man, these are like pretty good. And they help. They seem to help our swimmers. So why don't we just keep working on them and see where we can take them? And I think eventually we reached a point where we're like, well, if these things are going to help our swimmers, well, maybe they'll help somebody else too along the way. So um, I think that's kind of where where we finally put it all together and we're like, we know what, at some point we're just gonna have to go for it and let's just make it a reality. Mike, you got, you got an opinion on this? <laughs> yeah, Carl, Carl hit it on the head. They, um, I, so I, I grew up in the Ames area and then went off to Colorado and swam out there for four years under um, Jim Henry and Alicia and uh, Brian Schrader and then moved on to coach. Um, and I worked oil and gas at the same time. I was actually in a records management for four years. And we did, to make it interesting, we did a lot of process um, improvement, a lot of repetitive motions. Swimming's a lot of repetitive motions. And I did a lot of um, creating new methods to do stuff in that, in that field. And I think that really started, I was not the most creative swimmer. I kind of, I was obedient. I did what I was asked. Um, and then once we got uh, into coaching, I really started to think, how do I make this interesting? Because it's just, swimming's boring. Um, that black line gets kind of repetitive. And they, um, I think that the first one that we kind of moved into was with uh, Stars when I was coaching with Todd out there. And um, some of the wheels started turning and some of the things started to come out. I started an invention book 
Um, a lot of those ideas were just sitting in there for a few years until really started to create things when we moved, when I moved back to Ames and I wasn't working full-time oil and gas and coaching. I mean, those were long days. Um, and then me and Carl got together and started to create these things. So I actually tried to create a company previous to this one and kind of discovered that, um, patents are expensive. Um, and even then when you get most of the way through, you can get denied. I think Carl, one of, uh, the neat things is, is you try to put something through and it got denied by my previous attempt at a patent. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> That's yeah. I forgive you. We, we also like uh, denied ourselves in some respects. The um, But then moving out here into um, Ames and just putting these things together, it's honestly, it's just a lot of creativity trying to think of ways to improve the, the abilities of our athletes and um, it's just some neat stuff. And Carl had the ambition to create a uh, company behind it. And I just like to make things. I don't know. No, and I like what you said, Mel, about grit, because we definitely hit a lot of bumpy patches in the beginning. And we've, I think we've learned and, and gotten better and better every time we make something new. Um, and it's really easy to hit a rough patch and be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm just going to take my losses and get out before I lose any more. But uh, you, you have to put your nose to the grindstone and be willing to put in several years of work with no return on it and hoping and crossing your fingers that someday it'll, it'll pan out and it'll work out. So I think we're just starting to, even now, I think we still have a long way to go, but we're, we're starting to hit our stride and, we kind of have our, our system down and the website's looking all pretty and um, making new connections every day. And, and me and Mike, I think we learned along the way between me going to medical school and, and you know, obviously in medicine, innovation is, is huge in that field. So um, I think putting, bringing all those key things together into one platform, uh, I think has really helped over the years. It's been oil, fun. Oil and gas background. And uh, you're in you're in residency right now, is that correct? Yeah. Yep. I'm in residency for radiology. Uh, radiology, correct. <laughs> so I sit in the dark room most days. I come out, I stab someone with a big needle, and then I go back in my dark room. That's about what my days look like. <laughs> you know what's what's interesting is that a lot of people start their businesses and they um, it begins as a side hustle, and then that side hustle takes over more and more of their life. A lot of people don't know this, but at SwimSwam, are among all the owners and co-founders, a lot of people come up to me and they go, Mel, you you're, you own SwimSwam. I'm like, no, I don't. I've, I've got co-founders. I could not do this. This is It's impossible. But we all had side hustles. We were all working. And eventually it became, you know, your, your job is your full-time job, but your side hustle also becomes a full-time job. So when you brought up grit, it, do you have moments like that where you're like, wow, this is my time is, is, is becoming strained and how to, and, and managing that. How, how have you managed those hurdles? Um, you know, hey, Carl, I think, how have you managed that? <laughs> um, luckily, you know, radiology residency, it's still busy. Like I have 60, 70 hour weeks on occasion, but um, it's, it's, I think there's two things. Number one is, um, you always have time for the things that you care about. I mean, if you go back and you think about how much time people spend on Netflix, how much time they spend watching football, how much time they spend on part, like I, I 
I don't do most of that stuff. Like I'll hang out with family, friends uh, every once in a while, but I'm not a Netflix binger. Uh, I have not seen the latest, uh, you know, season of Stranger Things. Uh, still have it on the bucket list from like years ago, right? Um, and but but I I like enjoy working on my business, right? I enjoy inventing things, and uh, I think the second the second aspect is we live in a day and age where starting a business has never been more streamlined. Like it's still very difficult and you still have to put in a lot of time and effort, but I can essentially run almost everything off my phone. And that is a huge deal because there's small minutes and little bits of downtime during the day where you could be scrolling on Facebook or you could be replying to a customer by email. You could be making an Instagram post, something like that. And, uh, it's just, it allows me to be very, very efficient. So part of it is efficiency. And the other part is, yeah, eventually you're going to have to give up some of those, uh, what, what people, other people would call leisure activities, but you know, I actually find enjoyment in spending time on the business and helping grow it. It's a, you're making me feel guilty by the way, because I have binge watched a whole lot of stuff. And, and, <laughs> I, and I also just talked to um, a mutual friend up here, uh, you know, another, another swimmer who created their own business in, in the aquatic market, uh, Gary Hall Jr. And he wrote a book this past, he wrote a book during the pandemic. He's like, Hey, got time. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. He wrote two books, but uh we're always reminded of, of, of the grit. And, and I started this out by saying that a lot of people do this and it's, uh, and it takes a lot of, takes a lot of discipline to be successful. And it's rare when people are, uh, my, my co-founder is Braden Keith. He's editor in chief. He's one of them, but I look at him and I'm like, this guy did five years year round, swam high school, didn't swim college, but he's taken the knowledge that he had from swim and he's turned it into, he's turned it into a full-time job and a business. That's an asset that's growing. It's worth it. It's worth the sacrifice. Yeah. It's worth the sacrifice. You guys have been on a tear and uh, I just want to get into the products because it's a, you know, the, when we met, I think the first time we met was at the world clinic and ask was it the world? Yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, you're just talking me through what's what, what you have there and while you're engaging with coaches, but, uh, you have a lot of products, uh, the squeeze line, the swimming harness, the push paddle, the breakaway fog X biology of swimming, both book in that 12 hour course. I love, and I can tell you that when, when you, when you, when you guys message on swim, swam, you message with knowledge and, and data and background and it works and not everyone does that. So what, Tell me about the process of, of launching each product, but also, you know, building this, this educational background and saying of swim, because it's, uh, I got to be honest with you, I, I feel a little intimidated when I see something that in depth. Um, Mike, I think uh, you, you're, you're the start of the uh, process usually. So why don't you start? <laughs> yeah. Um... <clears throat> Well, the, as far as the products go, Streamline, the, I mean, the Streamline Press was just something that, um, I don't know, I think I came up with that, was trying to come up with different sensory ideas for the kids. I mean, at that point, I think when Streamline Press came to mind was when I was sticking uh, koosh balls in the swimming caps or in the side of the goggles for the kids to find a reference point to brush their head. Um, and then talking about streamline and how that's the most critical point, how many little kids and how do you make it fun? 
um, give them something to, to contact or realize that's going on. And I mean, that streamline press is just that. I mean, you're streamlining, you're squeezing the head and it's beeping on you and you can hear it. The challenge is that the water, I mean, any other sport, it's pretty easy, but the water presents its own unique challenge that you have to overcome. Um, and I, the, the <clears throat> what, the harness, that one is a, a repurposed product, basically. Um, they, uh, you see harnesses all over the place. Uh, the, the one harness that I was using was, um, it was a hunting harness. Uh, my dad had it and I was sitting there looking at it. I was like, I want that. And I took it and I used it. But one of the things we were trying to do was solve a problem with <clears throat> our brush strokers had a tendency to do the bob. They'd come up, take a breath, fall down. And the, um, the harness, or we're using, we use a lot of uh, uh, power tower, the power towers, and then also the um, um, parachutes, oh, parachutes like right? But you, those are attached to your hip and you're not really, you're pulling them. And the whole thought was, I need something that drives these shoulders. These kids can take this, this new sensory and really push and get themselves going in that direction. And we experimented with um, the parachute and attaching it up high and the guys, it wasn't working. So he came up with the harness and it really changed how the kids manipulated their bodies through the water. And I've watched, I've watched some of your um, swim swim um, with uh, Ray Luz talking about body position and whatnot. And um, I forget her name out in, um, out in your area. Universe. She was talking about how she does nothing but kicking with the snorkel so that she keeps the hips up and the body up. And it's kind of the same concept with the, the harness. Um, the kids like it. They don't love it. Um, just like any other swim thing you use. Some of the kids love the paddles. Some of them hate paddles. Um, but it really, it's really done a, a unique situation with that. The push paddle was, oh, we really started to think about what we wanted to define our program with and the swimming side of it. And underwaters was a big one. And how do we create underwater, underwater resistance? And rather than pulling something like a parachute where our feet are getting caught up or uh, the power tower, again, it was how do we drive out in front? And that's where we came up with that push paddle out in front of our body. And I think the, um, big, the big thing with all the products is um, I think it starts with we, we want to help our swimmers. So we use most of the stuff with our with our team. And we don't I think what differentiates us a lot between other bigger companies is the big companies need to make something that's that they know is going to sell. Right. Because they can't invest millions and millions of dollars to put something out worldwide. And then people are like, oh, we don't really like this. Whereas me and Mike, we're like, well, we know that this helps our swimmers. We know that our swimmers have, if it's a good product, our swimmers have a love-hate relationship with it. They know it helps, but they don't really like using it because it makes it harder in a way. Um, and that's good enough for us, right? And we'll chase it down and we'll make it. And then we'll make it to available to other people. And, um, and uh, you know, you touched on the educational side of things with the biology swimming. Um, you know, in medical school, you'll spend years and hundreds of hours learning stuff that you may not ever use in your actual practice once you're down the road, because medical school is really the first step in becoming a doctor. Then you have to do residency training and fellowship training and all this other stuff. So a lot of the information kind of gets swept aside. So I felt kind of bad that I was spending so much time learning these things and they may never get used. So I figured, well, I can turn this 
I can turn this language around, bring these tough concepts down, uh, bring them, you know, bring them to the pool deck essentially, and try to help explain to swimmers and coaches what's actually going on when they train or to give a reason to give the why behind what they do. It's actually been one of the most popular things uh, we've done. A lot of coaches, a lot of swimmers um, really enjoyed the book. They, they, you know, come to me and it's like, oh, finally it clicks. Finally, this makes sense. Finally, taper is not as scary because it makes sense. All the sequences that go down, why we feel bad at the beginning, then it feels good at the end. Um, so, you know, I think it's just a matter of taking all the experiences, seeing what we're seeing on deck every day and, and kind of going for it, you know, making something, making something happen out of it. And that's, that's most of where it comes from. When you bring this, this, this background to a business, it's, um, it's like, here's our mission statement and here's the, the thesis we have on the sport and it creates word of mouth. And it is something that, that, that's, that's made swim smart unique in, in this space. Cause a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people get out there and they make speeches or they do podcasts or they, but rarely is it, is it crystallized like this? And it's, um, it, it's, it's one of the, it's one of these things that we we've been doing, you know, with, with you guys for a while now is, is, is reserving it back to the market. And it seems like that word of mouth keeps growing and growing and growing. So when you see the biology of swimming, click on it, check it out. You, cause you, everybody else has what, what's interesting to me. And I, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but it's just, um, I've been around the sport for a very long time and, uh, I'm 52 years old. I hate saying that. God, I wish I wasn't, but the, and I, you know, I've always been close to a pool and I've always dealt with, with fog in my goggles. I've been licking my, I've been licking goggles for 40 years. <laughs> um, but you guys released fog X and this is, everybody has always said you're going to solve this problem. Uh, and so it's a little bit egotistical, egotistical and audacious to think that you can. So unpack fog X for me. And, and, and how you got to that delivery. Um, it's, I think it's a little embarrassing. It took us so long to, to kind of figure that out um, because it's so simple. It's such an easy fix and it works so well. And the biggest problem we've had is that nobody believes us, right? If you say, oh, I've got an anti-fog fix, they're like, okay, yeah, whatever. It'll work for maybe a day, maybe a week, whatever. And then I'll have to reapply and I'll have to put it on every day and I'll have to stop in the middle of practice. Like, and, and, or people think they have the solution like, oh, I use the baby shampoo and it works fine. It's like, I've used the baby shampoo. It doesn't work that great. I've, I've been there. Um, and it's just, it's, it's crazy how simple it is. It's all it is, is a sticker. It goes inside your goggle. You unpeel the protective layer and that's it. And for, I have one of, one of our testers, uh, a good friend of mine who still swims in college. Um, he, he, he's like a, an absolute fog hater. He's done everything he can to try and he'll soak his goggles pre practice for like 10 minutes while he's stretching to try to get them to not fog. He put the, he put, uh, the stickers in like six months ago and he's still using the same ones. And he's, he's like, you know, amazed. He's, he's telling everyone about it, how, and, and of course, nobody believes us and that's fine. It'll take time for people to get to, to figure it out and we're patient, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's literally that simple. It's just a layer that sticks on the, uh, any goggle fits in there and 
they won't fog up for months. Probably. I think mine lasted over a year. Actually the goggles kind of wore out and got moldy before, before the anti-fog wore out. So uh, we're really, we're really excited about that one. You know, that's, that's a, that's a big deal in swimming. That's a big swimming problem to fix. And uh, I think, I think we, we've got it. You know what we we brought up FogX because it's just something that that's always been a thing. But we don't have to, we don't have time to talk about everything. But when when you're really this is about solving problems in swimming. And when you're mm-hmm. and when you're thinking about your company and what you want to do and the problems you want to solve, you know what's where's your head at? What what, what you know what's the process? I mean, streamline FogX. It all makes sense to me. But like you know what's What's something that, that is relevant now and you're like, we've got to solve that problem? Um, so, um, you know, the problems kind of arise on their own. Obviously, we're, Mike, Mike especially coaches every day on, on deck. So that's another big difference. You know, I think a lot of the bigger swim companies, they don't, there are not necessarily coaches on deck, right? They may have been swimmers in the past, but swimmers don't always think about the problems and how to fix them. Coaches are always trying to fix things trying to fix the technique, trying to fix the start, trying to fix the turn. Same thing in all the other, you, you know, let, let's say like early vertical forearm, right? That's a, that's the concept of getting your catching the water with that early, early forearm. There's been attempts to kind of fix it. There's been paddles that try to do it, but they're relatively uncomfortable. And I think just yes, yesterday, the shipment of our new uh, ex- exchange paddle, e-paddle, is what we're calling it. It's got hand attachments, forearm attachments to try to help incentivize. So, you know, it's just, it's problems that we see every day and that's where they arise. And, and like you said, um, you know, if you were going to distill all of swim smart down into just those like mission vision statement kind of thing that, you know, corporate world, I think our goal is to increase the level of mental engagement for swimmers and coaches so that they come to they come to practice excited to come to practice, excited about what they're going to do. And the way we're doing it is solving those swimming problems. So anytime we encounter one, Mike is a creative guy. He's like, well, let's say we fix it this way. And I'm like, all right, we'll make it happen. And we turn idea into reality and, and we go with it. Mike, have you had the pleasure of being on deck and a coach walk up to you and say like, you helped my swimmer. Uh, the, it's more phone calls and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, we've had quite a bit. The, I mean, people are just looking for ways to mix things up and it's, it's fun to run into those situations and, and have them. They, um, I mean, the harness has been a big one. I mean, especially hearing from the coaches that the kids just love to strap that on and power across the pool and that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we get it. The, the, um, it's been fun to get those things out. I think one of the things that we thought about as a company was when you're putting things out, one of the biggest fears is to lose your products off to a bigger company, right? Either, either they take it and they see it and they run with it, or it just doesn't take off and you don't even know what to do with it. And honestly, that was part of why a lot of the things I had held on to for a long time. And when me and Carl were talking, it was like, that's part of the vision of swim smart is allow an opportunity for coaches to bring that, their ideas to this, to this company. Cause it's, I mean, none of us, a lot of us aren't business minded and know how to even make that jump, but we have good ideas and where can we bring that and actually capitalize on that idea. And that's where 
I think it is one of the hopes of a future aspect of swim smart. We, I think we've attempted it a little bit, Carl, but it hasn't really taken off. But the, the goal long-term is to allow just your random swim coach that has a good idea to come to this company and let's help you get that out there. Let's help share ideas and do something bigger with our community. I think, I think in the next couple of years, that's going to be a big part of where swim smart moves and like just just the last week so here i mean this is an example right here so ira ira and cindy klein they put out they made this book uh it's basically geared for parents to help get their like one and a half two year old three year old swimmers uh you know kids working on safety swimming techniques and drills like at home so they made you know they started working this on they started working on this kind of children's book. It's essentially a children's book where um, you learn about um, how to blow bubbles, how to streamline, how to lay flat in the water and breathe correctly. And you work on it in the bathtub at home. And um, we're just making some sample books, but it's eventually, you know, that's going to be on the Swim Smart uh, page. And uh, we, like Mike said, I think a lot of coaches are where we were five, six, seven years ago where we have ideas, we know they work, we want to help other swimmers, but how do you turn that from just an idea into something, a reality? And how, how can I have a platform to speak? Because it's, it's, it, takes, it takes a long time to get people to start listening to you uh, realistically. Uh, so, you know, we've partnered with like Ritter Sports and Abbey Fish. We've got some of their courses available on the website. We're working on, uh, you know, the, the Klein Swim Academy, getting their book on there. Uh, I'm actually talking to a guy, emailing back and forth about, he's from Ireland. He's got a, a, a breaststroke fin that he developed. He thinks really works. And so we're kind of talking about that. And, and I, I think this is a huge avenue to, to give coaches a voice out there and to say, Hey, you can, you can sell here. kind of like treat swim smart, almost like a little Amazon where people can come and find things. And you know what, we're not going to take the bigger cut. We're going to give you the bigger cut uh, instead of it the other way around, because we want coaches to be, like we said, excited about coaching and excited about making things. And if we can be that opportunity for them, I think that, uh, I think coaches will appreciate that. And I think swimmers in the swimming community at large will benefit as we all, we all go up on the rising tide, basically. There was something that uh, I, I tell peers and I tell folks that I meet outside of the sport. I'm like, you know, it's uh, I peaked out with the three medals and, uh, but I, you know, I had an NC2A record that lasted from 90 to 2008. But if I stepped on deck, and I'm standing there next to an assistant coach that's 24 years old. We start chatting within 10 minutes that that 24 year old is going to tell me everything that I did wrong, how I could have trained better <laughs> and, and, and everything that's bad. And, and, and people are like, you must be so offended. Like what, what I'm like, I'm like, that's the beauty of our sport. It's like people really care. It's not, it's not about that. It's about, they want you to be better. And they're always in analysis and, 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 and now analyzing what you did. So it's all creativity. And, uh, and I love that. I really do. So another thought that comes to mind, just listening to you guys, which is, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Is uh, is John Mix at, at Finis. John Mix was on deck with one product back in the early nineties. Mm -hmm. 
and tried to get me to come on board and be a part of whatever they were doing. And it was like this fin they'd made in the garage. It was a mono fin. If you told me that all these years later that um, his company would be the company it is today, frankly, it's like this company is, um, he, he has the best, he has probably the best distribution on earth, like of all the swimmer companies. It's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's, it's grown a lot. So I'm very bullish on your future. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks. If we got, if we have Mel, Mel Stewart support, then, then that's all we need. <laughs> well, here's, that's, all, that's another thing. If, if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur and you're, you're, you're trying to come to it, come to us, it's, uh, I, I don't typically when things go well, it's because, uh, you know who you are, you know what your message is and you know what you want to do. And that's always been the case with swim smart. And it's, it's a very rare occurrence and it's the difference between those who are going to make it and those who don't make it. So we're, we're rolling down. we got about nine minutes left. Tell me just, you know, do, do you have a, a, a top performer or, or maybe not, you know, maybe it's not your top performer, but it, it's your favorite. This is like, this is my favorite swim smart product. Yeah. Um, I think for me is it was our first one that what Mike, what he's, what he was referring to earlier, the streamlined press or the, the squeeze line, whatever you want to call it. Basically all it is, you know, I, I was, I was a coach of the nine, 10, 11 year olds, mostly. Uh, I was, I mean, that's my favorite group. Uh, they're super fun and you know, they're at that age where they can kind of listen to you, but, but they'll still, uh, they still like to have fun in swimming. So, you know, obviously, I don't know a coach out there who didn't struggle with getting their kids to streamline. Right. And all this thing is, is a little streamline sensor button that the kids squeeze on their head and it beeps at them underwater. Um, and, and it's, but, but what was great about it was how well it worked in terms of like getting kids to, to, to think about their streamline. What I mean is if I handed them out, and then I got the kids around the whiteboard to try to explain the set. I couldn't get through to them because they, all they would do is sit there beeping and on deck, beeping and streamlining, trying to play with that, this new toy, this new gadget. And I couldn't even get them to focus on the set that we were about to do. So if you have something out there that can, you know, how many coaches out there are listening to this? Like how many times have you yelled, fix your streamline? And then you give this thing out and now you can't even get the kids to focus on anything else. Like to me, that's, that was, that's my goal with every product that we, that we launch is like, Oh my goodness, I can't even get them to do something, something else anymore. So to me, you know, I think the first, the first invention is always your favorite or, you know, your first, whatever is always your favorite first car. Um, So that's, that's my personal one. Mike, you got a favorite? They, uh, you, you know, one of the fun things was uh, with that streamline press, I'd stand behind pr- behind the pool and tell the kids, I ha- I can see who's pushing it on our phone. And they were like, oh, really? I was like, yes, yeah, that's a beeper off of mine too, so make sure it's working. Um, you know, the my favorite recently, at least, has been our the, um, the breakaway. Um, and, th- and that's one that I was actually talking to uh, – a guy that was involved in track and field and he was talking about how they have a parachute that a coach pulls a cord and it can break away and the kid is resisted and then free. I was like, that, that's an awesome idea. So that's a, we worked to solve that. And I ended up going to, um, Oh, what was it? A farm and fleet type thing and getting a bull snap and whatnot. 
but I would say the harness and uh, the breakaway are my two favorite pieces at this point. I agree. I think the breakaway is cool. Like the swimmer, swim, so they're swimming away from the power tower hooked in, and then all of a sudden it, it automatically lets go and the swimmer's off. It's pretty sweet when it <laughs> when you see it just like auto auto disconnect. That's uh, that was a good one, Mike. I'll I'll give you props on that one. We're down to about five minutes, and I, and I don't want to miss this this opportunity because this is uh you know when you're in a business you're always forward facing so can you give me a preview do you have anything that you want to preview coming up in 2021 um so we just uh we just announced like just this morning sent out a bunch of emails uh me and mike put together a book uh it's called the starter guide uh swim coaches starter guide and basically putting together all these ideas and all these connections that we've built up over the years into one, into one resource. So if you're like, I remember when I was a new swimmer, I asked my head, my boss, like, Hey, I don't know anything about coaching. Like, yeah, I can swim and get across the pool, but what do, what do I need to know about coaching? Uh, and so initially he referred me to swimming fastest, uh, Ernie McGlisco's book. And I'm probably one of the few people that actually read most of those pages in that book. And it's a, it's a great book if you have a biology degree and, and you can understand everything he's talking about. Uh, but it's maybe a little over, you know, but I think there's a lot more to, that goes in the coaching that I discovered. Building swimmers as, as, a peop, as people, right? And their character first, uh, how, to, how to kind of grow your club as a business rather than just being there and babysitting how to work with other assistant coaches, how to run good swim meets, how to uh, work with parents, how to write great workouts, right? How to plan for a season, how to sell the kids that the workout they're doing today is the best workout they can possibly do. And I, I really don't, you know, people have asked me, what do you think on USRPT and high interval intensity training, garbage yard stuff? And it's like, it doesn't matter if the kid believes what they're doing. That's what matters to me. Um, and that's kind of where the book comes around. So we just, uh, we just have that live on the website. Uh, and then Mike, you're going to go pick up these, uh, these paddles here in a couple days, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're down to three minutes and I just want to tell everybody, if they're listening to this on the download or you're on video, you should pause and go to swimsmarttoday.com, swimsmarttoday.com. We're going to put this in the post and in all our social so that you'll know exactly where to go. If you haven't heard of Swim Smart, you need to check it out. If you're a young coach and, and you're looking to solve problems that have been ongoing for a long time and you're looking for simple solutions, swimsmarttoday.com. And the beauty is that I, I think that you guys are so open. It's like anyone can reach out to you. That's mm-hmm. one thing I've learned in business and swimming. Swimming is very small. It's a big sport globally, but it's very small. And, uh, but you know, everybody I've ever reached out to in my entire life, business or just a peer or coach, people return, you know, you can talk to anyone. And, uh, and I think that that's the beauty of, of your company. It's like, if they want to reach out to you, they can. Yeah. Is there any final thoughts? We're down to two and a half minutes. Uh, you know, yeah, I think we're, we're always working on something new and I think it's, it's helpful to, if you want to keep tabs, we've got Facebook and Instagram and a newsletter. 
um it will we'll keep you up we try not to spam people especially on the emails like nobody everybody hates those emails we probably send one or two a month uh just to keep people updated on things that are going on but um but no i think we're just starting to hit our stride and uh we're ready to uh to come out big in 2021 and 2022 and uh we hope people join us for the ride and and you know if we can help one or two teams out there one or two swimmers that's that's good. That makes us happy. We're talking to swimsmarttoday.com. Swimsmart is the company. Swimsmarttoday.com is the website. Go there, check it out. We're going to bring them back as after they release more products because we know they're coming. Thanks for being with us today, guys. Thanks, Mel. Thanks, Mel. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.